0: What a spooky intro.
1: The spookiest.
0: The spookiest. I'm here with Jared.
1: Hi, Gabby. Hi. How's it going?
0: Good. How are you? Great. And this is... What the fuck is happening?
1: Yeah, to be honest, I'm a little scared. I... After that intro, bro.
0: The spooky girl voice? Oof. Joey killed it. Chills. Shout out to Joseph Good.
1: Shout out Thank all the you. way in the Midwest.
0: Wow, it is amazing. It gave me woo, spooky vibes. <laughs> S- spooky spaghetti vibes.
1: Really setting the tone here.
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening. Where what the fuck? It's a podcast that we talk about spooky, creepy, unexplained things.
1: Something that just you really can't wrap your brain around sometimes. You can't.
0: And it just, like, leaves you asking a question.
1: What the fuck
0: is, is happening. happening? Exactly. Yeah, you're just like... And I am going to tell you, this topic that we're going to talk about today left me asking what the fuck, like, a thousand times.
1: So should we just dive straight into it?
0: There's the only thing... That's we have to. We There's have literally to. no other way to explain this case other than just jumping headfirst into it. You
1: can't beat around the bush on this one. This one's just got to be cold, straight, hard facts.
0: 100%. And if I haven't talked your ear off for the, like, the last, I don't know, 10 million years um, about this case, we're talking about Sherry Papini. Oof. Which is like... Oh, Sherry. Oh, sweet Sherry, Sherry. Sherry, Sherry. Which... In my mind, it's like Gone Girl Reincarnated. Have you ever seen that movie?
1: No, I have not.
0: It's about this lady who, like, fakes her own murder and frames her husband.
1: Mm. She
0: gives me very much those vibes.
1: Almost a brief summary.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to talk about it because I need to get this off my chest and it's driving me fucking crazy.
1: For real, let's get into Sherry.
0: All right. So, for anybody who doesn't know, Sherry... Sherry is a mother of two who disappeared in 2016, November 2nd, 2016.
1: 2016. Yeah, that was so long a ago, minute
0: bro. ago. So Sherry is uh, was 34 when she disappeared, uh, stood five foot three inches tall. She's 100 pounds, so she is short and tiny. Yeah. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Uh, mother, she's got two kids, four and two, their ages when she went missing.
1: So was she a good mother?
0: Some would say she's a super mom.
1: Super mom. Yeah,
0: some people would describe her as a super mom. And then when asked why Sherry was a super mom and a super wife, they said, she makes really good pies.
1: Woo, damn. That's you all I think about when I think of good moms. The okay. type of
0: pies that you would see in a magazine. She just made perfect pies.
1: Perfect pies make super moms.
0: Which I'm going to be honest is where this whole fucking thing falls apart for me.
1: Falls apart like a bad pie.
0: Like, like a terrible pie. Like a
1: terrible pie. All right. So Terrible pie that sends shivers down your spine almost.
0: So before we get to the day of Sherry going missing, let's talk about who Sherry is as a person. Kay. And I feel like that's a good person place to start. Let's go. So Sherry was born June 11th, 1982. Summer baby. Summer baby. Um, She is, do, 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 all my shit is all fucked up and I'm so sorry. So not, couldn't really find a whole lot on Sherry's like youth. Yeah. Except until we get into, like, right into high school. So...
1: What high school did she go to? Uh,
0: I think she went to Central Valley. CV. Yeah, I think. Pretty okay. sure she went to CV. Um, so, it says a couple things that I found that are kind of like red flags go ding, 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 later on. Um, it says back in 2000, when Sherry was 18, um, the Shasta County Sheriff's Office received a call from Sherry's father named... His name is Richard.
1: Richard. Who claimed
0: that his daughter had broken and burglarized his residence.
1: So, did did she live there? No, she, she left. she lived at her mom. She left. Okay. She lived
0: at some... Uh, see, there's so much that... It's like she doesn't exist until this happens because it's so overshadowed by this event that right. there's no documentation. And no one's even b- wanting
1: to backtrack. No, and
0: though. nobody wants to talk about that. Okay. Which is fair. The same year, Sherry's sister, Sheila, calls the cops saying that somebody had kicked in her back door and she suspected that it was her sister. Which, to me, hmm. already sets up, like... You're breaking into people's houses.
1: Your own family. Your
0: own family. So, obviously, there's some issues. Some beef. Definitely, definitely, definitely.
1: <laughs> well, like, with her father, did she, s- you said she burglarized it? Yeah, like, so, like. Did she steal anything? She supposedly
0: s- took, like, a bunch of money. Okay. And, like, um, valuable items. And I don't know what happened after that because there's not really much.
1: So cool. she's desperate.
0: Literally, when I tell you that it is a black hole that you can't find any information about, I mean it because okay. it's <laughs> all so focused on the abduction, right? That anything past before that does not exist. Makes sense. But it said uh, three years later, in two thousand three, apparently Sherry went on a spending spree on her father's bank account, mm. Solar's card, and um, took out a bunch of money.
1: Wow, yeah, great daughter.
0: Yeah, so we're already off to a great start. But have no fear. Have no fear. The money was returned after she got caught.
1: How how long did that take?
0: Uh, It doesn't say, but enough for him to file
1: a police report. Oh wow, (laughs) that's that's a great family right there.
0: Yeah. Um, and then her mom also said that same year that her daughter was she believed her daughter was harming herself, and then telling people that her parents were hurting her, so she would physically assault herself and then say, "Oh, my parents beat me."
1: So she already Red wants Flag Ding all Ding 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 Ding
0: Ding Ding. If I, this was the price is right, I would win every prize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Going for gold here.
0: Yeah, so apparently no charges were ever filed against Sherry during this, but so the, parents the parents were like
1: Yeah trying to be great, but Yeah, they just, just called the to ask
0: for advice and who the fuck knows what happened after that. So then But I will say, there is this unconfirmed rumor that I couldn't really find a whole lot on, but I will bring it up because I feel like it is important to the later part. Okay. That supposedly, so when Sherry was a junior in high school, Tara Smith went missing Mm -hmm. in Redding, California, which is a case that I really want us to cover eventually because I think it is important. But supposedly when this happened, Sherry was kidnapped the first time. But there's no reports on that, and nobody really wants to talk about that. So couldn't oh. find any details on it, but is, is a subsequent rumor Ooh. that Sherry was abducted when she was a teenager, around the time that Tara Smith was, like, really picking up traction.
1: Mm. So she's getting the idea.
0: Yeah, so we're just laying the groundwork here. Right. Because I don't know if anybody knows this, but I think Sherry's full of shit. <laughs>
1: That's a hot topic. Ah, spicy <laughs>
0: But that's just my opinion. Of course. That's of just course. my opinion. This so I'll take. present the facts, and I'll just let everybody else figure it
1: out. Let's go. All
0: right. So let's talk about Sherry. Sherry was married uh, once. Uh, well, she's been married twice, technically. Mm. So her first time she was married right out of high school. Uh, her first husband was in the military. They got married in 2006 and divorced in 2008, citing irreconcilable differences, which is happens in yeah, the military. Yeah, you know. The whole nine. Long distance is tough. Yeah, it is tough. So um, she moves back to Reading in 2007, and um, or excuse me, in 2008, and meets her second husband, Keith. 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 What a guy. What a man Keith is. So did you know Keith was Sherry's first kiss in middle school?
1: Oh, so they go back. Yeah, they go way back. Damn. Way
0: back. So um, she ran into Keith one day. And then, apparently, by the third date, they were head over heels in love and spent every day together since.
1: Right. Chemistry. just Picture.
0: Clicked. And let me tell you, the news puts them as this picture-perfect fairy tale romance. Like, they're both conventionally attractive. They're right. both, you know.
1: So, what are, we, what are we thinking here?
0: They're a love story. I mean, I don't really know too much into their relationship, but it seems very fabricated.
1: Oof. Yeah.
0: You know. I can believe it. Do you stu- do you think he'd still have feelings for like somebody that you met in seventh grade? Mm, no, me either. No, <laughs> me either. That's too long ago. So, um, the only reason I found this information is because Sherry has a blog for her wedding, where she like details. Literally so much. Everything. Like so much.
1: It's like those stories on Snapchat when everyone just like records every single second of the concert and you're forced to watch it. That's
0: literally it. It gives me very much any control. My life is perfect vibes. I hate it. (laughs) It's a lot, (laughs) but I dredged through it for us. Okay. Thank Um, you. So she writes in one of her blog posts I've never been so happy. We always laugh and always smile. We enjoy each other's company and make a great team. We're best friends and a perfect couple. Cute. Okay. So she talks about their first date, how he proposed to her, their honeymoon, their first right. apartment, brushing their teeth together and laughing. like okay it's it's a lot.
1: Yeah, that's a little too like okay it's yeah, I mean it's very much. detailed
0: <laughs> like it d- it definitely seemed like her life was her marriage at that point in time. Okay. Keith was her life and in return, sherry was Keith's life. So more power to you. Mm. It's a little weird, but. You know, it, it was 2008. It was a different time. I was a freshman in high school. Like, what were you in, Jared? What? I was a freshman in high school in
1: 2008. 2008, man. Ugh. God, I could not. I could not even say. But you're just a graduate. 2019. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you were eleven. So you were probably like, I don't know, in middle school. A little child. Yeah, something. Out of the loop. Yeah, elementary school. Yeah. Um. So, but Sherry's family liked Keith. They said you would hope that your child would find somebody who loved them as much as Keith loved her and was d- as dedicated to Keith, uh, Sherry as Keith was. Mm. So, you no, know, I'm just setting the groundwork for everybody here.
1: Yeah, but but he wasn't supposedly a, a super husband. No, no. He was never given a title. No,
0: Sherry was a super mom.
1: Okay, so she took all the light.
0: And th- the thing that's hard for me here is this whole, like, media circus that kind of flourished out of this. Mm. It's a lot.
1: Especially after Tara Smith.
0: After it, well, it's yeah, Tara Smith went missing, so then they connected to But it actually took resources away from two women locally who went missing. Um, Stacy Smart went missing in... Um, Eureka Arcada, and then um, a search for a woman named Heather Cameron, who hadn't gone missing then, but was still being looked for, Yeah. so that's part of this, I feel like.
1: Just because it was blown up.
0: It was so blown up, It mm. and it's it was almost set up to be blown up. She's this petite, pretty, blonde-haired, blue-eyed super mom who goes jogging and is snatched, you know, so. And she's
1: got a little bit of a history with her family.
0: Yeah, you know, y- you know and she's just like, th- it was almost like the new if the news could cater a story to a perfect kidnapping victim, Sherry was blueprint. Mm. Blueprint. Okay. Because in society, the world pays attention to, fortunately, people who look like that, who are I- ideal beauty standards. Right, blondes right? pretty much. Blonde, blue hair, yeah. blue eyes, blue hair.
1: <laughs> Blue hair. <laughs> I mean, that stands out, too.
0: Um. So let's go into, because like I said, there's not a whole lot of Sherry's, like, beginning life. Yeah. Really, honestly, if you do your due diligence, all you're going to find out is the day of the disappearance all the way until she's found.
1: So you got to do some digging. And yeah, and I have
0: not. watched, <laughs> it has been a lot. Okay. It has been a lot. A lot of research has been done. It's a big black hole that you just can't get out of.
1: You had to crawl your way out of that.
0: You really do. <laughs> so let's talk about the day that Cherry went missing. Okay?
1: Which day was that?
0: That was um, November 2nd. Uh, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure it was November 2nd. It was, yeah, November 2nd, 2016. So I'm going to take you back. Okay? Let's go. The day began like any other day okay. for the Papini family, yeah. right? 6.50 yeah. a.m. Keith was on his way out the door. He works and He worked at Best Buy. It okay. feels a little bit early for you to be out the door. But more power to you because Best Buy doesn't open until 11. Whatever. Hmm. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting yeah. a little too specific. <laughs> um, so Sherry was checking on their children. They met at the door. Gave each other a hug and a kiss. Professed their love for each other. And Keith went to work. Okay. So um, Sherry's children went to daycare during the day. I couldn't find if they go every day of the week or only part of the week, but, you know, whatever. So the children are out of the house. Sherry takes the kids to daycare and comes back home.
1: But does she go to work? Sherry does not work. She's a stay-at-home mom. Okay.
0: All right. She makes perfect pies. She's got to do that.
1: Perfect pies. She's got to practice. Yeah. It takes practice to make perfect
0: it pies. It is. So she is. Um, she decides to go out jogging because she's training for the CASA superhero race, which is a local race in Northern California that raises money for foster youth and
1: and the super mom's got to attend that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So she just started getting into jogging again, supposedly okay. is what Keith says. So she's out for a jog, um, 1030, 1050.
1: At and where th- do we know where at?
0: Um, So she is in the Mountain Gate area, which is a pretty, like, rural part of I-5 and Northern California. There's not really, like, a whole lot of neighbors. It's kind of, like, out there. It's not like it – w- where you go outside and there's a lot of witnesses. Like, yeah. it's a mile from their house to their mailbox. So, it's pretty. Makes sense. It's pretty secluded. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. I mean. <laughs> whatever. So, Sherry um, texts Keith at 1030 before her run and asks if he's going to come home for lunch.
1: Okay. Does he, he, he usually come home for lunch?
0: I don't know. I couldn't find that. Maybe. Maybe.
1: So, it was maybe a special occasion.
0: Maybe. But she just wanted to know. What his plans were, and he yeah. didn't have time to reply because he's at work, which is fine. So Sherry is like, "Okay, you're not going to reply, so I'm going to go for a run, uh, train." Yeah, it's a beautiful August, October, November day, whatever fucking month it
1: is. November.
0: <laughs> Can't think straight. A <laughs> little chilly out. It's, it is. It is. So um, Keith comes home, and he notices that his wife's car is still in the driveway. So he is like, "Yep, my kids are home. My wife's home." And he said he opens the door, and it's quiet.
1: No one comes to greet him.
0: Yeah, which is unusual for h- this household. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they all come to the door and have snuggles. Is w- His words, not mine. They have family snuggles when he oh, comes in the door. Okay. So, uh, you know, it seems like he's very involved. Yeah. Right? Loves his kids. So, loves his kids, loves his wife. So, when you come home and your house is quiet, you're like, what is happening? What the fuck is happening? Literally. So, he... It goes from room to room, calling out her name. She doesn't answer, so he's like, "Okay, maybe she's outside."
1: And wh- what time was this?
0: Uh, it's probably about four, okay. five.
1: And the kids are usually off. The kids of are usually picked
0: them. up. Yeah, should be home. People are making dinner. So, when
1: at when at the daycare, I've like called someone to be come pick them up or something. <laughs> There's some again,
0: holes. again, there are so many holes in right. this story. So. Okay, so he goes to work, he comes home, the house is quiet, he calls her name, she doesn't answer. So he's like, she might be in the backyard. So he goes outside, she's not outside. So he said his first thought is odd that they're not here and Sherry's car is here, mm. but I'm sure they're all together. Right. And he said, yeah, I have no reason to think that they're not, which is right. okay, it's fair. Um, so the thing that this kind of falls apart for me here is sh- Keith's first call is to his mom.
1: Not Sherry's. Not
0: Sherry. He doesn't call Sherry. Okay. He calls his mom and asks, Have you spoken to Sherry? And she says, No. No, I haven't talked to her. He's like, Okay. So his next call is to daycare.
1: Right. Which, I mean, that should have been like maybe the Sega one after your wife. You know, Uh, because your wife would have your kids. Yes. You check on your kids.
0: Okay. So he calls the daycare and he said, uh, What time did Sherry pick up the kids today? And she said, The kids are here. And he said in that moment, he knew something was wrong. Right. But I also want to emphasize that he still has not called Sherry's phone this entire time. Odd. Okay. So I'm going to put it in perspective here. If you came home and your significant other wasn't home, but her car was there, and you couldn't find her, wouldn't you text her? Or call her?
1: Always. Right? Yeah. Instead easily. of being
0: like, your mind doesn't go automatically to, she must be dead or kidnapped, right? Like, you're right. probably like, maybe she went somewhere with somebody. Like
1: Maybe someone picked her up or something. Somebody th-
0: picked her up. She's yeah. on a walk. She's doing something. So you'd obviously text her or call her. And mm. then if she didn't answer, yeah.
1: panic. panic. Okay.
0: Panic. So then, uh, okay. A little fishy. A little weird, but yeah. uh, everybody has different lives and yeah. that's totally fine. Different so thought process. Like I said, Keith automatically assumes that there's something wrong here. It's his husband instinct. So he says he automatically got in the car and drove down to the end of the road where the mailbox was. Because mm. he assumed that she was running, maybe lost track of time.
1: Right. So well, waiting there.
0: Uh, so he's just, you know. Um,
1: driving around. He's just
0: driving around. So he gets in the car and he automatically opens the Find My iPhone app.
1: And still hasn't called her.
0: Still has not called Sherry. Has not texted her, but I tracks her iPhone.
1: But like, you know, I feel like I would call someone before I check the uh, check, you know, iPhone app because it if it it their phone's dead, yeah, you would know that it by calling them, and it just went straight to voicemail.
0: Definitely, and it is weird that that was like his first thing. But like I said, everybody's different. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Well, you each know. Their own. Yeah. So he opens the Find My iPhone app and sees that her phone is at the end of the road, a mile away at the mailbox. So, he's like, okay, she must be running or jogging. Right. So, you know, I'll just see her and then we'll talk. And I'll be like, what the heck? You didn't pick up the kids. Yeah. So, um, you know, he said he knew something was wrong. So, he.
1: So, panic's starting to set panic in. Panic is
0: bit. starting to set in, which I can understand that. Of course, yeah. Um, so, he goes and tracks her phone and she he finds her phone in a d- on a dirt trail near their home. With a pair of headphones.
1: Are they sprung out everywhere or are, like what's happening?
0: So this is where again this gets a little strange for me. Um, Sherry's phone is placed neatly in the grass, wrapped the headphones are wrapped around the phone, and there's like a handful of hairs placed on the iPhone.
1: R- hmm. How do okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I hold your questions.
0: I get it. Um. So he takes a picture of the phone, the where he found it. He takes two pictures, Mm. and then calls nine one one. Right. And he says, "Um, I just drove home. You know what? Actually, I think we should listen to the nine one one call. Ooh, that's a little treat. I think we should listen to the nine one one call because it really is interesting. Really. Right. like, okay.
1: Yeah, well, well get to see it.
0: Good to hear it. Hello, uh. can I help you?
1: Yeah, um, so uh, I just got home from work, and uh, my wife wasn't there, which is unusual, and my kids should have been there by now from, like, daycare. So I was like, oh, maybe she went on a walk. Um, I couldn't find her, so I called the, the daycare to see what time she picked up the kids. The kids were never picked up. So I got freaked out, so I hit, like, the Find My iPhone app thing, and it
0: said that her, it showed her phone, like, at our end of our driveway. We don't have really good service. Okay. Um, not the end of our driveway, but the end of our street. But just drove down there, and I saw her phone with her headphones
1: because she started running again, and it, her. I found her phone, and it's got, like, hair ripped out of it, like, in the headphones. So I'm, like, totally freaking out thinking, like, somebody, like, what's just her grabbed her. Okay, what's your address? Reading. What's, okay, what's your last name? Yes. Papini, P-A-P-I-N-I. And your first name? Uh, Keith. K-E-I-T-H? Uh, yes. Okay. Did you go pick up your children? No, I'm going to call my mom
0: and have her do it.
1: Okay. Yeah. What's your wife's name? I'm going to, like, knock on every door. Uh, Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I. And same last name? Yes. she white female? Yes. What's her date of birth? Uh, it is, uh, June 11th, 1982. How much does she weigh? Okay, so... Even at home, we explored ah! all kinds of places. There we go. Nice. Sorry, guys. Nice. <laughs> um,
0: I just wanted to play that because I feel like it s- speaks to the emotion.
1: In its first hand.
0: In its first hand, exactly. So I feel like it speaks to the emotion that Keith might have had. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's a very calm phone call.
1: Very. uh, My
0: wife is missing. Her car is there, and I don't know where she's at.
1: And you find hair on the phone.
0: And I am just like, yeah, well, she's supposed to be home, and she's not home. Which, I mean, everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's fight or flight response is different. Maybe
1: he's calm, cool, and collected.
0: Could never be me.
1: No, if not my in that significant situation.
0: other was missing, I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> like a mess. Yeah,
1: tears are rolling.
0: Because my wife is missing.
1: Exactly.
0: And her phone is.
1: But he said tossed aside. What sparked my curiosity is that he said the hair was wrapped up in the headphones, but the headphones were wrapped around the phone. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So how does the hair get in the headphones? Like. that? <laughs>
0: You know, I'm trying to figure that out. All right. I'm trying to figure it out. And for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I will post a picture on our Instagram page, and you can see the way that this phone is laid out here because I'll show Jared right now just so you can see it. Um.
1: Okay. Yeah, I feel like it would be a lot more sprung out. Right? Just Definitely. Saying.
0: Okay, so I'm going to lay it out for you. I'm jogging, and somebody kidnapped me. I'm holding on for dear life. I'm throwing my phone, and that's 2008 when iPhones had like glass backs, and you know, that phone should be fucked.
1: Yeah, you're thrashing around. Yeah,
0: you are making a scene. You're going to pull out every fucking hair in my head, not just four of them. Right? (laughs) Yeah, for real. Because you're trying to get away.
1: Exactly. For your life.
0: You know, but it's all right.
1: Let's let's continue to piece this together.
0: We will. So we listen to the 911 call. Um, this is about 4.45, 5 o'clock that okay. this happens. Okay. That's our timeline. Yeah. Um, he says to the 911 dispatcher, something is telling me that something happened to her. The way I'm looking at it, there's hair in the headphones. Like it got ripped off. Like they grabbed her. And then he trails off. Mm-hmm. He adds, uh, we live down a sketchy street. So I definitely, I don't know if I'm allowed to knock on everybody's door. But I will if I'm allowed to do that. The operator then instructs Keith. To make sure his children were picked up from daycare, obviously, right. and return home in case his wife had reappeared, um, and then said that the police would be in contact with him soon. Mm. So this is where <sighs> this is where the the search starts right. for Sherry. Um, and Keith consented to a polygraph test, which he did pass with a hundred percent. You know, right? So there was no deception on his end. Because
1: uh, he just walked in on it. Yeah, he just know.
0: walked in on it. So, you know. So, we're going to go dun 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 Sorry, guys. My notes are all fucking out of order. I got a huge thing.
1: A whole lot of research has been done on this so topic. So many research. Very thorough. So
0: many research things, and I'm a little bit, like, all over the place, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, okay. So, basically, the whole community gets together to search for Sherry. Right? Right. Because it's obviously a big deal. Media gets involved. The Morning, Good Morning America, CBN, MSNBC, Mm. like, Dateline, 2020. Getting out there. Everybody is on this case because it's just one of those things. Big news. Yeah, so.
1: But you said there was also two other missing women during this time.
0: There was. There was. Mm. And for some reason, the traction on those just didn't. Now, I pan wonder out.
1: if this was advertised more compared to the others or if there was just more social I'm connections sure. to the Panini. Uh I'm how sure there was sorry, panini. Was sorry, how do you say Panini. Panini. Pa- papini, pa- ski, not panini, not a sandwich. Papini.
0: There definitely is and like I said, s- unfortunately social media is catered to things that sell and she is
1: a mother with the kids. all-American mom, yes. right? The makes super great p- pies. The
0: super mom. She makes great pies. <laughs> um so, this is where we introduce somebody that I think everybody needs to get to know because he is a hoot and a half.
1: Drop the name.
0: His name is Cameron Gamble.
1: Cameron Gamble.
0: And let me, let me tell you, let me learn you some stuff about Cameron Gamble. Please, because he please. just gets thrown onto the scene by a friend of a friend. Okay. So, Cameron would describe himself as an international kidnapping ransom consultant.
1: Does he have experience? He doesn't. He doesn't. Nothing okay. on paper. But he's a pro.
0: Yeah. He is um, kind of the big brain on finding a way to get Sherry's story out there. Okay. Yeah, he definitely...
1: Getting more eyes on this case.
0: He definitely did. And I'm going to play you a clip from um, Cameron Gamble's Because he has a YouTube channel. And he makes Ooh. promotional videos. So I'm going to play you a, a clip of that. Just so everybody can... <laughs> Can really uh, just enjoy it.
1: Enjoy this gem.
0: Enjoy it. So, give me just one second. Sorry, guys.
1: Just do a, by a friend of a friend. Yes. Of so the father of um the husband.
0: Yeah, of somebody who knew Keith's family and Sherry. They knew of him. So I recommended this expert. They did. So I'm gonna play you guys um just an audio recording of Cameron Gamble's like video and. You can all do your own research, so we
1: can help and we can fix this. But you must do exactly as I say. Are you ready? Very, very dramatic.
0: So dramatic.
1: And are we gonna have this video available somewhere on our I'm social media? I
0: will. I will post a link to it because literally it's it's a gem. It's five minutes of just drama. But yes. don't worry, he saves a day, so Faves all is day. all is
1: good. He's an expert.
0: He is. He is. He's a pro. He is. So, um, so Keith and Cameron got together and were convinced that somebody stole Sherry. Mm. Convinced. No other, no other option. They wanted the super
1: mom for themselves. Yeah.
0: He also knew right off the bat. He said he walked in. And he knew Keith wasn't involved and that Sherry wasn't involved,
1: even in her even kidnapping. Even with his calm, collective state.
0: Yes. Exactly. So, the thing where this kind of like chops up here is like law enforcement absolutely wanted no part of him being involved in this. <laughs> so absolutely zero percent. They were like, "Go sit down somewhere
1: else." And that's gonna be a sign for many people. S- they probably watched down. that video and was like, "Oh uh, yeah, this guy is a little fishy."
0: Yeah. So, and this this makes sense for me because Gamble has a history of um kind of fucking things up for law enforcement.
1: Right. Not very professional.
0: I know. So one uh, one case um is his involvement with a child sex trafficking victim. Okay. So he flew down to Kansas City and um just kind of Fucked up that whole investigation for those officers to the point where like no arrest really could be made. He convinced her to like not cooperate with the police officers. Just he was so unofficial about. Yeah, it. just like y- this dude. This guy. If I could put a dislike button on somebody, it would be this man. He is oh, l- he is so much. So he already sucks because whatever. But let's go into him because. He's kind of an interesting character. Of course. If he was the main character of this, I would not be surprised. Okay. He should be. He's very main character energy.
1: Right. right.
0: So, yeah. He's
1: yeah. He's trying to step into the starlight.
0: So Cameron comes on the scene with the backing of an anonymous donor. Okay. An anonymous donor who wants to put $50,000 on the table to temp whoever took Sherry to bring her back which is also strange to me because why is this random person donating $50,000 of his own money to get cherry back? Like what is their relation? Right. Cuz I'm a nice person but I don't think a stranger would donate 50 grand to get me back.
1: 50 grand's a lot.
0: That's a lot. For a person For a person mm. you supposedly don't even know. Yeah. Okay, which is okay, so weird. So weird. And Keith was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it. I'm going to do whatever I can to get my wife back," which
1: Which you know, fifty grand would easily tempt someone. I I mean,
0: no questions asked. That's the donor said. No questions asked. You drop her off. I will wire you the money, and we're done. Well, he was like, "I'm not cooperating with law enforcement." Like, unofficial. So tempting. Uh, Okay, right. So, um, on November twenty third, the day before Thanksgiving, and also collectively the day before Sherry is found. Gamble posts a video online informing Sherry's captors that the ransom was now off the table because she was not returned. Mm,
1: okay, okay, so there was a timetable. Yes, that.
0: there was. There was about a two-week time period. All right. So, and he calls for the public to s- to come help Sherry in exchange for this reward because now we're no longer giving it to the,
1: the captors because they lost their chance. Yeah, they lost right. their
0: chance. And um, he's quoted as saying, "I want to make it so tempting that the abductor's own mother would turn them in." Oh wow. Which, I mean, 50 grand will probably change your life, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, for real. So, Gamble first (laughs) appears on November 18th. So, this is about two weeks into Sherry being missing. Okay. So, he shows up and he uploads a video to YouTube called, My Name is Cameron Gamble and I'm an international kidnap and ransom consultant.
1: Is it as dramatic as that first one that we showed Oh,
0: I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. He sits in this, I just want to lay the scene. So there's this white wall behind him, and he's in this giant desk chair that's red. <laughs> so already dramatic.
1: Right, almost like an evil villain out of a movie or something. Somethin'.
0: Literally, like, hands on the chest, fire burning in the background. Like no way. He's like, way. welcome. Ugh. So <laughs> he's quoted as saying, I've been retained by an individual who wishes to remain, remain anonymous. Okay. This individual has come forward to offer a cash reward for the ransom of Sherry Papini's safe return to her family. Do, 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 do. <laughs> My hired negotiator has negotiated hostage releases all over the world, so he will definitely determine immediately if you're lying.
1: So his little buddy yeah. is over here. Okay. Yeah.
0: He said, you know, like, Yo, dude, I'll figure you out. Yeah. And um, to go to people, his website, cherrypapini.com. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So this mysterious donor who's connected to Cam- Cameron um, is from outside of the local area, which also is strange to me.
1: Right, do we know what area or no. is that like no the fact nobody that we don't need
0: to nobody know. really knows too much about this man except the fact that he has like this weird invested interest in getting Sherry back, which I find is very strange. Right.
1: Maybe he has a sense for the common good, you know, who knows? Maybe but maybe but this is a little fishy that no one knows him.
0: The donor also is said to quote have responded to police officers saying, A note to Reading police officers and Shasta County Sheriff's Officers Please don't threaten me. I receive legal counsel and I'm doing what what is right within my rights? The donor. Yeah, which I feel like what? is big dick energy. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we all be working together?
1: You're right. He's and he's just saying, don't fuck with me.
0: Yeah. No. So, to give you a little background on Cameron, Cameron sells anti-abduction courses.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's it's very
0: interesting. So, he was in the military, spent some time in the Air Force, and was discharged. They won't say why, but he was discharged. Um, So, he touts himself as um, a specialist in kidnapping prevention training. Um, So, fucking up the case for the local police. Yes, and a hostage (laughs) negotiator, which is what he says in his military record. But none of these can be corroborated. Mm. Can't be backed up. He enlisted in the Air Force in 2002 and was discharged in 2005. Um, But he often cites survival, evasion, resistance, and escape training in online biographies. And the Air Force confirmed that he did complete combat survival training course, as do all Air Force members. Right. Okay. So he just so took th- it to another level. Yeah, so he like was he just like, I'm about. so cool, right? It's like people were like, I was a cop, but, like, you were, like, a security
1: guard. Right, He's yeah. making a big-ass <laughs> deal out of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he also claims to have trained special force soldiers at Fort Rucker in Alabama, but the Army did not respond to this, which makes me feel like I don't think that actually happened. Yeah. Big if true. Big if. Big if true. So, after he left the military, he founded multiple companies with military-sounding names, including Catalyst Advanced Training Group and Project Taken, which is very dramatic.
1: And these weren't successful with taking in how many that he's made?
0: No. So, <laughs> the Catalyst Strategic Group uh, was more targeted towards law enforcement as, like, a sales pitch. Okay. Like, buy my courses, and I'll teach you how to To talk the local police. Yeah, how to talk you out of—, um, out of hostage situations and non-coercive interrogation techniques.
1: this guy who had three years in the Air Force. Yes. Yes, he's, right. an right. he's an expert.
0: He's an expert. So, Kimball <laughs> makes this video in front of this bookcase that looks like the fakest Photoshopped bookcase I have ever seen in my life. It's like when you're like 15 and you put like a serious video together. <laughs> that's what that looks like to me. Okay, okay. And he just talks about, like, essentially the Department of Defense is mandating interrogations be conducted in an ethical, non-coercive manner, which we all know. um, And he's just kind of, like, selling himself. Right. You know, why we should pick him. Okay. And he asks this question in front of this shitty bookcase where he goes, the question becomes... How does one conduct conduct an interrogation in accordance with the new guidance and policies while well, still be able to extract actional, intelligent, resources from a victim from a pr- from a person?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Lots of big words and not a lot uh, to say. So basically, he's right. like, "How can I get you to tell me what I want to know?"
1: Kind of hyping himself up. Yeah, yeah.
0: For sure. Um, he said he's been accredited by the Department of Criminal Justice Services, which um. Is not a thing. (laughs) It's not a thing. (laughs) It's not a thing. The (laughs) Department of Criminal Justice Services does not exist. Nice. Yeah, so it's... We're off to a...
1: This guy is a great guy. He's
0: he's (laughs) fun. He's got his hands in a lot of pots. He's... He definitely took like pretend play very seriously as like a child and for is sure. like implementing it in real life.
1: Right. And he was one of those kids who was always changing the rules to benefit him. Oh, for sure. Dude, no doubt.
0: So let's talk about Project Taken because Project Taken is his like s- his dramatic. Yeah. It's his dramatic like Liam Neeson like company. Okay. So it's advertised as an anti abduction training program, which is like sold in like weird video advertisements like the ones that I just the one I just played
1: very dramatic yeah so
0: this the thing about this video that I find is interesting is this video came out two weeks into Sherry being missing Hmm. so those who have not seen the video um he is talking to a blonde woman who is tied to a chair in a basement and it's basically like I will teach you to not get kidnapped
1: and this is during it
0: this is during the Sherry Papini thing
1: and we got to note that it is in a basement. It is. And he, and he knows this.
0: Yeah, so he it has her tied to a chair in a basement. She's got blonde hair like Sherry, blue eyes. She's very pretty. All right. Um, and the, <laughs> the kind of thing for Project Taking the, like, motto is um, 50,000 women a year are stalked or kidnapped, and you never need us until you do, which is what a sales pitch. What a sales pitch. I never think about avoiding kidnapping until I am – Kidnapped, and then I'm like, God damn it! God why damn. didn't I schedule that course? <laughs> like, why didn't I learn about it?
1: Really kicking yourself after the fact. I'm fight. just
0: like, dang,
1: dang. Should have head up my my man, Mr. Gamble, bro. I
0: know it. I'm just like, what? The vet. What the fuck? Like, what is wrong? So, where this kind of is gets a little, a little <laughs> choppy a little for those derailed. who live around this area. Um, so Project Taken is focused on Christian missionaries who are getting ready to travel abroad. Okay. Which um, is billed as a unique organization focused on training missionaries and ministries to prevent, survive, and escape hostile situations. Right. Cameron has been training the U.S. military special ops community on survival tactics since shortly after September
1: 11, 2001. Wow, so he's really hyping this he's up. He's
0: got a big resume. He, cha- he is accredited by the Department of Criminal Defense. <laughs> he trains U.S. military <laughs> special officers. He and taught and the Army hostage negotiation tactics. Was,
1: was the special ops confirmed?
0: No, none of this has been yes. confirmed. Yes, yes. <laughs> he Love also um, is known to take a supernatural approach when training those who dare to pierce the darkness with the light of the gospel.
1: Wow, this man just keeps, keeps <laughs> stopping himself. He
0: is, he is fun. We love that. Um, Project Taken also is open to GoFundMe donations, which range from uh, a soldier, which is a monthly contribution of $30, dollars, to a level called Liberator, which requires a monthly donation of $1,000. So, oh, so he's g- he's making it the hostage the negotiation... <laughs> Business was probably not great if you had to open yourself up to like donations.
1: Right, and that was just going straight to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Give me money, he said. (laughs) (laughs) He did. I'll give you a special little title, and that you can really just tell all your friends. You You can teach it.
0: Excuse me, I (laughs) don't All right, so for those who know anything about anything, here. This is where Cameron comes into this like weird thing that we have here that really puts a lot of people off. And guess what that is, Jared?
1: <sighs> I don't think I can, Gabby. Let's shoot it at him.
0: It's um Bethel Church.
1: Yes. Because okay.
0: as things do, everything comes back to Bethel. I. Think that we should do a series on Bethel, and I'm very excited about Bethel's that. Bethel's at the center. Yeah i I would love to see where it goes,
1: especially with the resurrection. Hey, well anyway, <laughs> that's another time. That
0: is for another podcast. Another
1: podcast. <laughs> anyway, let's keep back on this. So
0: Bethel put Gamble on his and his wife on their website, okay. and was like, "We endorse this person. We work really closely with them. We support their message."
1: The man who has had nothing confirmed. Yes. About all of his hype.
0: Yes. So, Bethel quoted saying they work very closely with Bethel Missions, Gamble and his wife. Okay. Um, short-term missions, high-risk ministries involved with human trafficking in churches globally. Additionally, they offer in-country resolution for missionaries and ministries that are facing serious threats by traveling to the source of the problem in order to aid.
1: Do we know if he's still doing this?
0: Um, as far as I know... Gamble's kind of fallen off the face of the earth.
1: Damn, I was really looking forward to, like, take a class from
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. So, apparently, <coughs> Gamble was also um, known to travel to Mexico and help a pastor that had been kidnapped. Cry. Um, But there are really no details on. Again. On again unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. <laughs> there are <just> zero details. <laughs> um,
1: All hype. All hype.
0: Literally. So, basically, after this happened, Gamble kind of falls off the face of the earth. But I think he is an important character because um, he's really into the Bethel Church right now. And I also want to put this out there, that during this time that Sherry is missing, I know none of this makes sense, but I promise it'll all make sense.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll all
0: come together. So, during the time that Sherry goes missing is really when Bethel is pushing um, what I like to call this traffic panic. Okay. So, they're pushing... Um, Courses, seminars, public speakers to talk about sex trafficking and kind of like turning it into almost like a for profit thing for the church, like a media tour.
1: Okay, okay. almost.
0: So like they're really pushing like new students that are coming in, new missionaries that are coming in, parents, how to avoid it and. I also want to put this out there, that sex trafficking is a huge issue. It's yes. especially huge right here where we're at.
1: And I'm very curious if they ca- if it costs money to get into these, you know. It like does. It oh does. Oh, yes. It, it does. all comes back to the cash. It <laughs> all comes
0: back to the cash. But like I said, sex trafficking is definitely an issue here. We're right on I-5. We are Major. two hours away from Sacramento, the Oregon border, anything. Three hours to the coast. Absolutely. You could literally hop on five I-5 five and disappear. Legit. But...
1: And all these mountain roads that we have that you can just go on everywhere, you
0: know. literally everywhere. Because, but it all kind of comes back to me. Um, it's just like it's a little icky, it's a little icky to use those for profit, yeah, and then exploit like people's fears. I feel like
1: it really gets to you,
0: it does, and I don't like it. Mm-mm. But during Sherry's kind of trip where she's missing and Cameron's over here releasing his video and Bethel's in the background doing all of these things. It's hard not to feel like all of these things might be connected.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So, just
0: <laughs> um, <he's> you know, <laughs> he's a lot. He also takes this opportunity to register um, a website in his name and really, like, push – his um, hostage negotiating skills. Right. He really thinks like this is going to take off and be a career for him. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. So
1: gambling is gambling.
0: <laughs> he definitely is. Um, he definitely thinks that. Cause spoiler alert: Sherry does. She is found November twenty. Um, what is it? I think it's the twenty fourth. November twenty fourth at four fifteen a.m. Thanksgiving Day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sherry is found 150 miles away from her house.
1: Super mom.
0: Not great, right? 4.15 a.m. So Sherry supposedly, when she's found, okay, (laughs) it's a lot. (laughs) This story makes no fucking sense. But she is in the basement. There's a bag over her head. She's got a chain around her waist, and she's zip-tied to the chain. So her hands are, like, in front of her waist.
1: Right. And does she have, like, any markings from like long term effects of her? Supposedly being kept like this? when
0: she was found, she was found emaciated. She's uh weighed eighty eighty nine pounds, but she was a hundred pounds when she left. So okay. she's already emaciated. She's way too underweight, I think. Uh,
1: right.
0: She's found bruised, uh battered, branded. She had rashes, she was dirty. Yikes. Yeah, the whole nine. So Sherry
1: Was was is the brand like a Like a certain symbol, or was it just... The brand,
0: nobody could make out what the brand was. It didn't make any sense. It wasn't anything that was, like, intelligible Was it big, small? I don't know. There's no details on it. It was on her shoulder, supposedly, and that's all I know.
1: Hmm. All right. Yeah. It's a lot.
0: So, let's fast forward to that day that Sherry's found. So, she is sitting in the basement where she's being held, and um, the two women are arguing, because she was kidnapped by two Hispanic women. Really? Supposedly. That's okay. what she said. She was hit kidnapped by two Hispanic women and they were arguing because I'm assuming the heat was getting too much. Sherry was all over the news, people were looking for her, you know. So they're arguing in Spanish with each other and one of them f- shoots a gun off because they're upset. So the other one panics and takes Sherry and throws her in a car and just throws her out on the road. Wow. Um
1: That's a story. Sh-
0: uh, it's a lot. So, this is at 4.15 a.m. Sherry's seen on security footage um, with a church. Um, uh, I lost my freaking train of thought. So, she's seen on security footage of a church, but it's so small and so grainy that you can't really tell if it's Sherry, but they're yeah. assuming that it is because she's found, like, moments later.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so, she said the first time she she realized that she was outside and she ripped the bag off of her head. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're, and then she said that she saw a house, but the house looked too scary. So she didn't go for help. So then Mm -hmm. she went to the church because she felt like it looked safe and nobody was there. So she ran back into the road and hoped that somebody would stop for her. And a trucker did stop for her at 422 AM. Okay. All right. Yeah. So supposedly, um, they found her. Trucker obviously was like, What the fuck is happening? and called right. the cops and they They found her. Um so let's let's go to Keith just for a second.
1: Yeah, back to Keith. S- yeah, so Run it's Thanksgiving
0: back. Day. Keith mm-hmm. has not been at work since Sherry's gone missing. He's having a hard time. And he's up at four AM.
1: As all people do. As on one person Do one you, one Gabby? Do you y- wake up at four? I don't on Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't.
0: So, Keith is up at 4 a.m. to shave his face.
1: As all men do. When their wife is missing, yes. Clearly. And their
0: wife was found at 422 a.m.
1: And he and he woke up at 4 to shave his face.
0: He, yes, that's what he said. He said, I woke up and shaved my face because it was Thanksgiving.
1: Hmm, because, you know, yeah, that's a perfect time. You perfect know, time. Yeah. You know, you're Hold tired your judgment. As
0: hell. Hold your judgment. I'm sorry.
1: I'm all <laughs> Okay. I'm all ears. He's, he's,
0: he's going to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> So, Keith is shaving his face. It's quiet in his house, and his phone rings. It's an unidentified number. Okay. So, Keith goes, I don't know that number. I'm not going to answer it. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a number I'm not familiar with. I'm not going to answer it.
1: Hmm, Because, you know, that's your first instinct when a loved one is missing. Yeah,
0: and and somebody's calling you at 4 o'clock in the morning, for sure.
1: Right, because that's usually when all the people call. Yeah. It's a very popular time.
0: And I feel like it's weird that he's just up that early anyway, but... Of course. All right, whatever. So... The phone rings again, and he's like, huh, I guess I should answer that. Same number. Same number, right. yeah. So he answers it, and um, it's Sherry screaming at the top oh. of her lungs, which is terrible. And a highway patrol officer trying to calm her down, calm her down and figure out what the fuck is even happening. He's quoted as saying in the, in the call, I need you to be calm. I need you to be calm. I know it's her. He says, I know it's her. Mm-hmm. I can hear her voice. And the right. police officer is like, I understand that, but I need both of you to, like, calm down a little bit. Because like
1: emotions are running high.
0: Out of control. So,
1: yeah.
0: So, he was he's panicked. Sherry's screaming in the background. He doesn't know who he's talking to. Like, um, and she's screaming, I love you. And he's saying, I love you, too. Oh, my God. You're here. You're back. Where are you? And then somebody takes the phone away from her. And... He's left confused because he has no idea what's happening. So, his first response is he's going to, he goes and wakes up his kids. Okay. He says, I found mommy. Mommy's alive. You know what, buddy? I found him. And their kid was, like, so excited.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So, they transport, he drops the kids off with his parents, and they transport Sherry to the hospital. Yeah. 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 Um. So, he said he wasn't allowed in the hospital room at first, but he, he just, like, needed to see her. He said... Even
1: as her husband.
0: As her husband, yeah. He said, I just wanted to hold her. I had her. We embraced each other and cried together. I was so happy. How do you explain it? You're upset and everything about what happened, but you're happy she's here, is what Keith is quoted or, to say.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, he said, when I walked in, Sherry had one hand free that's some kind of, like, hose clamp on it, and... Um, She's she's talking about how she was found. So okay. um, she's r- recalling to him that she has no idea where she's at. She gets up. She tries to find help. She runs to a house that didn't have lights on and didn't look very inviting. She said it looked scary, and she said her state of mind was to avoid that house.
1: In a state of shock. Yeah, so yeah. she
0: said that there was this junkyard or something that she tried to get into, and a big dog started barking and scared her. And then she went and familiar si- familiarized herself with where she was standing in the overpass. Notice she's 150 miles away from where she's familiar with.
1: Okay. okay.
0: And she uh, noticed the I-5 symbols and knew I-5 north is where we lived, which I would hope because you're an adult. Of course. Anything past our house, you're up Mount Chester area is what they said because mm-hmm. they are on the way. Um, She said that she saw lights and ran into another building and then she couldn't get into the building and then ran into the freeway.
1: So she tried getting into the building that yeah. had lights on, but sh- she didn't knock, right?
0: Nobody, and nobody was answering. Okay, okay. So Allison Sutton found Sherry. This is the she is quoted as saying, I saw a woman frantically waving what looked like to be a shirt up and down, trying to flag somebody down. I started to see her. It was dark and pretty much came out of nowhere. If I had swerved to the right at least a little bit, I would have hit her with my car. That's how far in the roadway she was. Wow. She had a wide-eyed panic kind of look, and I figured if she was risk being, if she was going to take a risk to be hit by a car, she was trying to get somebody's attention and must really need help. Right. So she Keith then <laughs> quotes and says, Sherry was screaming so much she was coughing up blood from screaming, trying to get somebody to help.
1: Hmm which yeah, is very interesting. He
0: said again this is just another sign of how badly beaten beaten my wife is saying many people weren't stopping because I have a chain it looks like I broke out of his piz- prison is what she said. So she thought that that's why But you're why not wearing an
1: orange jumpsuit or anything. Yeah, so she thought like that's
0: why people weren't staring.
1: Does that makes sense.
0: Um let's see. So, Sherry is talking to officers in the hospital room. Excuse you guys, I'm so tired. I don't know what the heck is wrong with me. It's all the research. It really is. Hard work. It's
1: so much. Of course.
0: This whole case is just like exhausting. There's a lot on it. So Keith says his first sight of his wife was her in the hospital bed. Her face was covered in bruises ranging from yellow to black because of repeated beatings. And the bridge of her nose was broken. Mm. She weighed 87 pounds. She had severe burns, red rashes, chain marking. Her signature long blonde hair had been chopped off. She had been branded. And her scabs were risen. On her body. So, this girl has been through it.
1: All right. She's
0: been through it. Like, she looks like almost a monster, I want to say, because of how badly she's been beaten.
1: Like mauled, almost.
0: Yeah. So, this brand goes on the record, and everybody knows of this brand, but nobody knows what it says. Law enforcement won't say. Law enforcement, I don't think, can make it out. I don't think it's a clear word. I think it's a poorly done brand, if it's a brand at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But supposedly it's either on the back of her neck or her shoulders. There's a lot in this case that law enforcement won't say. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea. So Sherry is um, in the hospital, and they take her clothing, and she has male DNA found on her
1: there were two women. Two Hispanic women, yes. So she has
0: women a woman's DNA and a man's DNA. Okay. On
1: her. So did she give a sketch or anything?
0: She did. She did. She gave very to me they're very generic sketches of um I don't know how to say this very stereotypical i'd say hispanic women mm-hmm. like what you would see in movies with masks with correct. masks yeah. yeah so they have really thin eyebrows really big hoop earrings like broad foreheads like
1: very scary looking yeah when you showed me uh, only like one of them had a massive massive hoop only on one ear yeah
0: very very Ooh, like interesting t- <laughs> um it's very like superficial like what the movies make you think. Like, it's very, like, 90s. And this is
1: in 2016, Craig.
0: Yes, this is in 2016. So it's the drawing is... J- I don't know how to describe without telling you that it looks like a, what a stereotypical Hispanic woman would be portrayed as. Yeah,
1: and it's drawing on the stigma at the time. Absolutely. Of course, yes.
0: Absolutely. So... And that's all she says about it. These are the women, and this is it. She said that... um, but this is kind of, again, where, like, the story starts to fall apart some more. Right. Sherry says that she gets into a fight with one of her captors and um slices her foot open, right? Sign- which Sherry's, is or
1: the captor. Sherry's foot gets oh. sliced
0: open, which is part of the reason why she had an issue walking when she first was released, because she was in so much pain from what? her foot being sliced open. S-
1: sliced, like, deep? Like, like a gash,
0: like a huge gash. Mm. But when Sherry's in the hospital, there's no cut on her feet.
1: Oh, not even a scab? No, nothing. Oh, nice. Nothing.
0: Okay. Sherry also says in the time that they let her shower, um, she got into a physical art- altercation with one of her captors and slammed their head into a toilet.
1: Because how often when you get captured are you allowed to shower?
0: Often enough. Okay. And the fact that they've released her handcuffed and she somehow had the gall being 5'3 and 100 pounds, well, 80 pounds at this point, 85 pounds to tackle one of these women and slam their head into a toilet. That's some, like, weird, that's yeah. some, like, James Bond.
1: Losing losing that much weight, you're <laughs> not packing up <laughs> on No, especially no. not
0: if you're getting beat up all the time. It's just it's things like that. They're just not adding right, up to and me. And
1: you have the strength to take on someone, but you don't have the strength to run or really walk very well.
0: Exactly. It's very, like.
1: It's getting th- out there.
0: It is. It's very, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's very, like. Like a movie right? is how it feels like it's set up to me, mm-hmm. like a movie. It's almost like you've seen it somewhere. So <laughs> it's almost like you have seen it somewhere, <laughs> huh? So the sheriff kind of keeps their mouth shut. They release a three-page update where they kind of just talk about the sketches, the story, the brand. They say it was a message, not a symbol. Um, a
1: message c- with only one symbol. A message.
0: It was was a message. It wasn't like a swastika or anything like that. It was it was a word, but they just can't decipher what that word was because it's so poorly done.
1: Right. And obviously, if you're getting branded, you're struggling and it's not going to come out picture perfect. But like.
0: But then there was somebody who said that the message was clear and it was adulterous in nature. What? Yeah. So there's a lot of conflicting reports. There's never been a confirmed report, but there are a few people who said that it might say like. Or slut or something like that.
1: So these people would have known her or
0: something. It's they're just anonymous people on the internet. It's an unconfirmed report, okay. so I'm not quite sure. I don't want to put a lot of stock into of that. Course, yeah, but there are some people out there um, who say that <laughs> um, they actually talked to a law enforcement expert. I actually read an expose on him who spent 25 years in the law enforcement industry and now teaches criminology at California State University. His name's Ken Ryan. Ken. Um, He said he was amazed by the coincidences and thinks that the story is likely false. And at this point, the police don't have enough evidence to completely prove it.
1: And this is confirmed 35 years of experience. Yes, 25 years. 25. This is his
0: professional opinion. Of course. He said that he's quoted as saying the thing is that they have to take every story as true and investigate it even if they were misled. He also says that it would be irresponsible to clear your hands of this and say it was a hoax without clearly laying out the details. He said one of the biggest issues in the case is that there are two suspects. He says not only does that not meet the normal profile in a kidnapping and torture case because one, they're women. And two, since the suspects were able to get away, a crime like this should have occurred again, especially because it was so heinous and so aggressive that it would be out of pocket to just do it once. Correct. Um, He said, in my 25 years, I've never seen a case like this where someone was kidnapped, held captive for 20-something days, and then just released. He said it absolutely makes no sense.
1: Yeah, and it seems like they, like, rushed her out and, like, tossed her out. Yeah, just kind
0: of, like, tossed her, which, I mean, it could be... Could be because the media hype behind her was getting to be so much, but
1: and at that point, uh, Keith had been on Good Morning America, right? Oh yeah, they everything. had done their
0: media tour for sure. Ah. So, you know, how long do we? I just the coincidence of him being up at 4 a.m. the day that she's found is a to lot hear for the me cl-
1: to hear the phone call, not waking up to the it's phone al- call. It's
0: almost like he was like, Okay, I gotta. Shave my face. I gotta put on an act. I know I'm gonna go somewhere. Oh, oh, it's kind of, that. it's kind of that's the vibe it gives me. But right. who knows? You know, Getting
1: ready to be picture perfect.
0: So some of the strange things that are about this um case that I feel like is the day that Cherry goes missing, and even a little bit before, she is exchanging texts with a Michigan man who is not her husband. Who is she is planning to go and meet when he comes into town? Any relation? Nope. Random. Just an online relationship. I wouldn't say relationship. They have. And she s-
1: comes out about this? Some
0: type of relationship. Well, the police find the text messages. Oh. She's not open about this. The police find them.
1: Okay. And they had her phone the entire time. so they Yeah, like they had her open. phone
0: because she left it. Right. So she was, she had some type of relationship with this man. It's not confirmed if it was sexual, or romantic, platonic, but right. some type of relationship, and they were going to meet up. Um, and then, like we said... Her abductors were women, and she had male DNA on her clothes. Oh,
1: yeah. Kay. Okay, so it's right.
0: kind of weird. Yeah. Um, the we talked about the toilet, the the s- scrape on the foot.
1: Right. Um, I mean back back to the DNA thing, real quick. Yes. Like where and how or what kind of DNA did so they find? The women's
0: the woman's DNA was found on Papini's body. Right. Okay. And the male DNA was found on her clothes.
1: The so male like DNA a, like was
0: ruled out to not be that of her husband.
1: Okay. Is it like a hair? Does it say? It doesn't
0: say. Yeah. It doesn't say what kind of DNA it was, but um, they also served search warrants on that man in Michigan and tested his DNA, and I don't think that that was a match either. Oh. So obviously something in that, you know. Right. Um. They also said that... Um. You know, the brand on the shoulder. But also another thing that is strange here is Keith applied for victim funds two days after her disappearance. So, So people who don't know what victim funds are, they are funds that the state gives you if your family has experienced any type of, like, traumatic event or crime. It pays for you to be able to go to therapy and things like that. So two days in, he's applied for this. Did they go
1: to therapy and stuff?
0: No, Sherry came home. She didn't spend a single night in the hospital, which I find is strange, especially with how battered that she was, which is the next point I was going to bring up is that Sherry did not spend a single night in the hospital. And in the
1: state of shock, like they wouldn't release someone in that Nope. State. They
0: just said, all right, have a nice day. Wow. Um, And then they were home for a week, maybe. Okay. Um, and then they moved out in the middle of the night and moved away. With that money. Yes, so that's uh, the next thing I was going to get into is um their GoFundMe. Somebody started a GoFundMe for Keith while mm-hmm. his wife was missing.
1: On top of, of the, the vi-
0: yeah of the victims' funds, and okay. supposedly they got the fifty thousand dollar donation as well. Wow! So they walked around with at least a hundred grand. That's a lot of dough. Yeah, and left in the middle of the night. Left so fast in the
1: middle of the night
0: that they left their dog there. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? S-
1: Man's best friend?
0: Yeah, nothing suspicious him? about that one. But it could be, you know, th- th- it's too much.
1: You just space your dog? You're just like, oh. It's too much. The media is
0: too much. You want to get away. I get that, you know.
1: I feel like you're not forgetting your dog, though. You know. Like um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm a little shook up about that for some reason. I I yeah,
0: the, do- <laughs> the dog. <laughs> um, The GoFundMe was also set up two days after she was missing. So the GoFundMe and the Victims Fund were applied for two days into Sherry's disappearance. Right. So in their mind, in my mind, my mind can't even think about that.
1: hmm Truly,
0: if somebody was missing, I'm going to tell you two days in, I would be trying to find this person. I would not be preoccupied with the GoFundMe. I would not be preoccupied right. with applying for victim funds. You probably couldn't get me out of fucking bed, truthfully. No, no. So all of that is just like a little bit weird.
1: Especially as time goes on. Like two days, that's so fresh, you know?
0: Um... There's also some, like, unconfirmed rumors that Keith and Sherry um, were in a little bit of a drug. They had some drug habits. These are unconfirmed. This okay. is just an anonymous report. I don't All know. Right. Don't put any stock into this. It's just a rumor. Don't quote her. Don't quote me. But it did <laughs> say the same <laughs>
1: How much money is Keith making to be able to afford this?
0: That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so he's the only one that works. They can afford two kids in daycare, and Sherry doesn't work. Right. So, uh, they have two... Because a super mom. Yeah, they have two car payments and two kids in daycare. Like, what else?
1: Practicing the pies. It takes what
0: a lot of time. What is Best Buy paying <laughs> you? That's what I want to know. Exactly.
1: Enough um, for fake boobs, apparently, but...
0: Yeah. Somebody... And then there's this... Um, unfortunate article so i found sherry's pinterest boards oh so she has a pinterest board that's titled cultural differences
1: okay and Let's this Pinterest
0: board has a lot of like um anti anything american like very like if you're not american
1: oh like you step on my flag. Yeah, it's very much
0: stuff. like um, criticizing things that aren't culturally American or white, Christian. Wow, okay. So there's like a lot of like Islamic pictures on there, like kind of deeming them as terrorists. Um so she hasn't been out of the country. Clearly. No, <laughs> it's a, l- honestly, if I'm going to be incredibly honest with you, it's a lot of anti Muslim propaganda Yikes. on there, which is really, it uh, was really uncomfortable to read. I only saw a screenshot of the page, but it's icky. Gotta love it. So this is where this um this article comes into. So supposedly there was this article that came out when um, Sherry was in high school that has her maiden name attached to it. And it was posted on a website called skinheads.com.
1: What the fuck is happening? Yeah.
0: So it's basically talking about how she grew up in a small town. And if anybody wants to look it up, it's literally online. All okay. you've got to do is look it up. She's talking about how it's mostly like a small town. It's a w- predominantly white. She was a good athlete. Um, um, my dad, I'll read you a quote. Supposedly, my dad had a reputation for being my biggest fan, but also for standing up against Latinos.
1: But he okay. even
0: was often kicked out of games for getting into fights and defending himself when Latinos would call him a Nazi. Seems our simple big German descent was a constant irritant to them. I would get into fights, too, having to stick up for myself. Instead of knuckling under what the Latina girl said and
1: wanted. Yeah, but I don't I don't think anyone's just being like, Oh, that guy's German. Let me just Yeah, go he's a Nazi, that right? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He's gotta be saying something to provoke this shit. Literally.
0: Um So she talks about how she was at a basketball game and these and like I said, if anybody wants to read this, it's online. But I'm gonna give you the synopsis of it. And there's this group of Latinos who are harassing, quote-unquote, her father. Um, so she says, at the end of the game, I walked towards my dad. Just at the moment he turned around, I told the Latinos nicely, actually, to quit their acting up. One of them looked at me and called me Hitler, which un What? <laughs> yeah.
1: Straight to S- it.
0: It's uncomfy. That really made me mad. I didn't think I've ever been that mad. I lan- I lunged at her, slammed her head into the bleachers, and pounded her face and. Took three full-size men to pull me off of her after I broke her nose and split her eyebrow.
1: For sure, because a woman <laughs> that size is that tough. Yeah.
0: This is Sherry in high school, so she is probably smaller than she is right now. Right. Um, she said that I had to deal with the article quotes. So I had to deal with the cops and such. She did not press charges against me, so I was released to my father's custody. And then... She says, which brings me to my point of why girls should not fight. We are too fragile and we break easily. I agree with skinheads that girls should not fight. They should stand by their men. And it's basically just talking about how people thought that they were Nazis.
1: But she's agreeing with the skinheads. Um, yeah (laughs) Mm. Yeah.
0: So, like I said... This isn't a confirmed fact. This okay. is just an article online that is linked to Sherry, but nobody knows if Sherry actually wrote it. There are people saying that Sherry did. There are people saying that Sherry didn't. So it's one of those, like, what do you want to believe? Right. But what I feel like is interesting about this also connects to Keith. Um, in Keith's um, statement, This is what he he says. He says, rumors, assumptions, lies, and hate have been exhausting and disgusting. Those people should be ashamed ashamed of their malicious subhuman behavior, which is an interesting word, I think, to choose because I in my life have never used the word subhuman, and that's not really a word choice that I would pick. Right. That's not readily in my— So demeaning. It is. So, the word subhuman um, catches the eyes of a lot of people because the Nazis used the word subhuman um, to refer to people such as uh, Jewish people, gypsies, Slavs, any... It's a Romanian big people. Yeah, it's a big tie to white nationalism, subhuman. And like I said, it's not a word that is commonly in my um, my playbook.
1: We're starting to see a common trend so with this.
0: Uh, and I just... I don't know. I truly don't know. I feel like the coincidences of that are a little bit strange. So I'm going to – the reality of the situation is Sherry and her husband took their money and they left, Right. which is probably the best move for them, truthfully, 100%. So I want to go over – you heard the story. I mean, it wasn't a great one. You guys are going to have to give us a break because it was our first one. I'll be more put together next time. But – I want to say my opinion, and then I want to hear what your opinion is on the case, okay? Okay. So, personally, I don't think Keith knew where she was. Right. I don't think he did. I think that she um, probably has a habit of running away, which is hence why he tracked her before he called her. Maybe she's lied to him before. Mm -hmm. Because in a relationship that you're secure in, you don't track somebody's iPhone. No. Right? No. So, and I don't think that maybe he wanted to believe the idea that she had taken off um right so his mind went to she must have been kidnapped um so i think he knew that she uh, maybe he knew that she was with somebody she had male dna on her that she couldn't really explain Mm. so why not turn it into this giant thing get some money and it make her feel bad and come home right because that's really the thing for me is the tracking of her iPhone immediately instead of calling her or texting her, the calmness on the 911 tape, like, it's just. It's not adding up. It's <laughs> Make it make sense.
1: <sighs> I'm sitting here. It's not adding up. Yeah. Can't.
0: I think he knows what happened. I think she might have ran off with somebody else. Somebody was cheating in that relationship, whether it be emotionally, physically, something. It wasn't a very truthful one. No. It's and it the relationships who seem the most perfect usually are. Okay. Um, so I think that's what I think. I think he knew she took off with somebody and I think they just kind of wrote this in connection with Bethel church and everybody got their own split of the pie.
1: Okay. Yeah. Everybody Everyone's
0: got their little bit of the pot, Everyone's right? everyone got their
1: hands in this.
0: And so everybody walked away with a little bit of money. Bethel, maybe whoever, they made this fake scenario. It's all
1: about the money.
0: Yeah. To, to sell their product. Everybody walked away with a little bit of money and some fame, and that was that, and Sherry's never had to answer for anything. Really? Everybody's just kind of dropped it, pretending like it never happened.
1: Especially since sh- they just dipped.
0: Especially because they just dipped. So, tell me what you think, Jared.
1: You know, like you said with Keith, it's it's a little fishy with the call, you mm-hmm. know? Like we were discussing, we would be in a state of panic. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be that calm. So, the. Truthfulness wasn't there, mm-hmm. obviously, but the the money just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Why are you going after that that quick? Mm-hmm. And I would I would like to say they probably he he did maybe know of like what she was about, like what she was doing, mm-hmm. like behind his back. Cause like you said, tracking the iPhone, mm-hmm. what the hell? You mm-hmm. know, I don't think anyone would really do that to their life unless they were having issues right very bad issues right and she was definitely with her history it makes sense that she would go about this you know Mm -hmm. but i think he was kind of in the dark Mm -hmm. for sure and she had an uh, an idea had a plan Mm
0: -hmm. you know she seems like she likes to plan
1: yes and she likes the she likes the attention,
0: definitely, for sure. And her life seems so detail oriented and detail focused that the fact that there are no details about this finds she has a whole blog post about them brushing their teeth in their first apartment, like
1: right. I mean, and that's like nothing that special, you know. It's like it's it's definitely things, but like
0: it's definitely strange. And I'll tell you what: do your own research, but definitely look at some of the interviews with the family because um, there's an interview with Keith's sister and Sherry's sister together, and yeah. Keith's sister, it looks like she does not want to fucking be there at all. They speak for themselves. She just looks (laughs) (laughs) like she knows. Right. Like they both know that this has happened before or something like this. This has happened before. And she doesn't probably like Sherry. No. Mm. But like I said, those are our, our own opinions. Of course. Do your own research, form your own opinions.
1: We're just trying to figure out what is happening.
0: We're just trying to figure it out, and you know, we're doing the best we can. And our next episode is just gonna be better. So yeah. This is a little bit all over the place, but w- we're okay. Yeah, this is good. Um, I also want to put it out there to you know, if you recognize the two individuals on the sketch that I'm gonna post, or you have any information regarding Sherry Papini's. Um, whereabouts during her kidnapping or anything like that, please contact the Sacramento office of the FBI at nine one six seven four six seven thousand.
1: Because they're still on the loose. Apparently. They
0: are. This is still an open case. They're still investigating it. Or um, call the Shasta County Sheriff's Office. Right. And um, catch us on TikTok and Instagram at What the Fuck is Happening podcast. Yes, ma'am. Hey. And that's just kind of that's just kind of where we're at on it. So if this you've hung around, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, we hope you you know, get a little bit of some shivers down your spine some once in a while, you spooky
0: know. Spooky chills and thanks Very for Very interesting. Yeah, it's our you form your own opinions, but I will say this one wasn't a dumpster fire.
1: No. Not this one.
0: Not this